Good morning, good evening and good afternoon all and welcome to this fortnight's installment of the Is Plus Six podcast, the podcast series where you could discover your next favourite artist. On today's episode, I am joined by the one and only Invite Only. Invite Only is an Atlanta-based rap artist who has recently been making moves within the underground scene, helping to develop spaces where like-minded individuals can come through and show everyone their talent. With a range of music already out and a steadily growing fan base, you should all make sure you go and check his stuff out. Please welcome Invite Only to the Ish Plus Six podcast. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to this fortnight's installment of the Ish Plus Six podcast, the podcast series where you could discover your next favourite artist. I of course go by Ish and today I am joined by the one and only Invite Only. Let's go, let's go. How's it going Invite? What's up man? I'm good. Thank you for having me bro. Well, it's a pleasure, well, honestly. I've been following you since <laughs> since last year when you dropped um the red the red EP. I can't... Are you actually? I... Yeah, crazy. man, absolutely. Do you know what it was? <laughs> we'll get into this a bit later, but yeah. I think you know how I discovered you because it's how everyone mm. discovered you last year. And oh, um, so why, yeah, we'll we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But um. Yeah, so you're for, you're coming to us from Atlanta, and just you yeah. know, tell us a little bit about yourself. So yeah, my name's Invite. You know, what I'm saying I'm really secluded. I focus on just like being a brand and show. I want to be the voice for the young niggas. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like music, music's like just a vessel of how I can get my creativity out, and really how I can like lead people towards a certain direction. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be heard. And I feel like I got a lot of people around me that just help me. I've got a lot of supporters that I didn't think would ever care about anything i do so like to see it is just a blessing you know what absolutely I mean? man yeah now nah, honestly it's this is what we're all about we're all about giving the people without voices a voice you know what i mean exactly yeah um but before we get into the actual interview you've seen every single episode of this podcast you know that we always start off with a joke and yeah today's no different <laughs> you know the rest um what's a wind turbine's favorite color i mean uh... blue I don't. <laughs> I don't know if that was like a regular laugh, like a nervous laugh for me or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man, it could be both. It could be both. That, this one made me laugh, to be fair. But um, yeah, we'll get into the questions. So basically, for what I've noticed from your whole aesthetic and brand and just vibe in general, even your artist name, Invite Only, it sort of plays into the whole mysterious kind of um aesthetic that you've got going on can you tell me a little bit about that you know the whole mysterious kind of thing i'm just selective bro you know what i'm saying i really focus on like selective marketing like i show y'all whatever i think is the best that y'all could see you know what i'm saying i've always been like a closed person i feel like and actually it's kind of crazy because it's like really the first time a lot of people probably hear my voice or like anything besides me doing music and shit i'm really like a kind of quiet i'm like a quiet extrovert bro you know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. Like, I'll be outside, you know, I'll just be in the mix, moving around. But, like, internally, I probably just want to be alone, just, like, on some, not on some, like, crazy emo shit, but, like, i just be You're comfortable when you're by yourself. Yeah, no, nah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? And really, I feel like a lot of people will be, like, overcompensating and shit. I just don't like to do that. You feel me? Like, I just, like, I'm the type of nigga, bro, where I'm just, I give you what you need. And then I leave you waiting for more. I'm not the type that's going over over and dollars, you know what I'm saying? Do all the extra shit. That's why it comes off and mysterious. But really, it's just like, it's just me. 
I'm just good at being me. You know what I mean? That's real, man. Yeah. And honestly, I completely get that myself. It's like sort of like a, a social battery thing from what I'm interpreting. It's like, Action. like, when, like I can't fake having a social battery, you know? Exactly. After spending a day with like a couple of hours with people, even family, I guess, I can't fake the whole, hey guys, how's it going? Kind of yeah. like, you know, TikTok <laughs> personality. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Disney Channel character. It's just, <laughs> but that's the thing though, because even with my TikTok, my TikTok's actually like, I feel like I, my marketing is kind of weird, which I feel like that's why it kind of gets attention. Because if you look at my Instagrams and my like Spotify and everything, you're gonna see a whole completely different vibe than when you look at my TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of treat Instagram. I don't mean to cut you all game, but I kind of treat like Instagram and everything as like this extremely selective. And like bring you to like a whole different vibe but my tiktok is more just me just being open and really tapping in with like people you know what i'm saying it's kind of different i'm not i'm not one of those like head-ass opium kind of guys this is awesome like you don't want to be mysterious i'm trying to be cardi and like not talk to nobody not comment back like nah bro like i'm just a regular person that just has people supporting him you know what i'm saying that's real it's kind of weird can you tell me about the opium thing? Because I've heard that get mentioned a couple of times, but I don't, I'm not yeah. as in tune <laughs> with that kind of uh, thing as you guys. Yeah, opium's like Cardi and destroying, kind of. Uh, I follow them boys are doing, you know what I'm saying? It's really cool. I think the boys are hard and shit. They've been around like same city, you know, Atlanta real small. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just people compare me sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah, you said that Atlanta's pretty small. Tell me about, like, have you actually met many of these, you know, big artists from Atlanta, you know, 21, Carti, et cetera, et cetera, Thug, all of that? I feel like everybody, how can I explain it? I used to be, like, I used to, I'm not going to say, like, how old I am stuff, but, like, I when I was a little bit younger and stuff, I was doing TikTok, right? Yeah. So before my last account got deleted, I would really just only be on the internet and never really went outside until, like, last year and, like, there's something we have called like the scene, you know what I'm saying? So like a lot of my videos on TikTok and stuff like that would be about like the scene where we have like a bunch of underground artists and stuff like that that perform and doing that, whatever. So I actually tell you a story I really haven't told anybody besides like my homies that were with me. Pretty much I had been at the crib and stuff or whatever. I had already finished high school and shit. And I'm like, you know, it's like the typical people that make me and stuff like, yo, what am I going to do? I want to do this music shit, but like it's not working out right now and stuff like that. So I was going through that kind of dilemma and shit. And then I just seen him on my phone. Do you know who Risa Flair is? I might have heard of him. I'm not too sure. Uh, is it, wait, is it spelled R-I-C? No, it's um, it's like regular Risa Flair, but he's like associated with um, YSL and stuff like that. He runs like Diva. Pretty much, I went to um, this pop-up. I don't know if you guys, I assume you guys have that out in um, the UK and shit like that. Like artists do like random pop-ups, just like clothing stores and shit. But yeah. I pull up. This is my first time ever going like outside. I saw that pull up, fucking Lil Yachty's there, Zach Bia's there, um, Lucky's there, Young Bands. Um, the whole gang, yeah. I didn't even know. Bro. I didn't even know Lucky was from Atlanta. That's crazy. Nah, he's actually from Chicago, but he just be outside. Like that shit was crazy, and I didn't even know who Lucky was at the time. So I'm just walking past like crazy motherfuckers for real. Like I don't know if you watch YouTube, but Deshay Frost is there too. If you know who Deshay is. The shape of, nah, I don't know who that you is. You know, like DDG is. It's, it's D- oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard like, of DDG. Exactly. Yeah. It's like one of those type niggas. Like a lot of people are just there. And then, I don't know, ever since then, it's been outside for real. Yeah, nah, I need to spend, I need to get out more, honestly, because the thing is, yeah. I've seen people in London just 
rat old sweatshirt was in london a, a couple of months ago yo do you know how mad that is just on on the roads just on the streets just, just walking around just walking around like like a civilian yo as if he's not oh sweatshirt that's mad but um that's crazy yeah nah it's 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 crazy how yeah like even doug like there's this one guy i think his name's like gerald hudson or something on tiktok and he goes mm -hmm. around to lookalikes of people and he's like oh my gosh wow it's kanye west oh yeah i seen that i seen that, that guy he went up to young thug. yeah 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 yeah. he went mm -hmm. up to young thug he was like oh wow it's uh favorite rapper future boy future what's up boy I can't remember who he said he thought he was. He's like, oh my gosh, it's future, it's future. I think he said future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went up to like, oh my gosh, it's future, it's future. It's crazy how he just sees these guys just like in the wild, like civilians. You know what I mean? It's the maddest thing. Nah, it's really like that though. Like, it, seriously, it's crazy. It's like, it's black Hollywood for real. It is. Okay. It's so mad. And the thing is, everyone around them will just be looking at them like they're just it's normal, normal people. Yeah. yeah they're just normal, bro. It's crazy crazy man i want to talk about some of your music at this point so one of my favorite tracks from yourself is enemies and i want to talk right. a little bit about um i guess you could say the subject of the hook in the song being this enemy that you fell in love with it could be metaphorically mm -hmm. or realistically i don't know tell me a little bit about that well like even even me making the song enemies was actually like I don't know. I be feeling like a lot of songs I make, it don't be like crazy times. It'd be like, I'll just come home and shit and then it'd be dark and I'll just like, like all my projects that I ever dropped except like Destruction for Love has all been just me making a whole project in one day. You know what I'm really? saying? Yeah, like almost every single project I've done except Destruction for Love which probably took like, like probably like three, four weeks and shit. But that was like my first time ever making music for real. But with Enemies, I low-key just went to the crib and I was like, damn, I got this this four song project, which is called um Endless or whatever, right? Yeah. And then I already had the song called Anti Vamp and like another one, right? So I was like, all right, I already got two turns, so I wanna make like, some dark shit. But Loki, when I was making it, I don't even know why I even got in that mind zone, but like when I make music, it'll just be kinda weird. Like I'll just get in the bag and I'll just keep going and I'll hear at the end and I'll be like, damn, that's how I really felt. You know what I'm saying? But I don't really, I don't really, I told you I'm kind of like a close person. So a lot of things I'll be thinking aside and a lot of things I just don't say it until I make music and then the shit that comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So it's crazy. Yeah. And I will say, I do have to commend your marketing for enemies because the whole TikTok <laughs> thing with like, the, yeah. I swear I thought the that memes. that was, yeah, not even the memes. I just swear I thought <laughs> that that sound was like, um, was a real, like, like a, a popular art. sound. Exactly. Yeah. But nah, it was just you. Like I was shook yeah. when I when I realized that that was you. You know, because I kept on crazy. hearing it, and I was like, "Yo, what, what is this sound that this guy keeps on using?" Turns out it's your track. It's mad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I'm not really big on giving out secrets and shit, but I be like, I feel like I'm more of a better marketer than I am I'm an artist. <laughs> no cap, because like Honestly, my mind is just wired to like my mind is just wired to doing shit like that. It's actually kind of crazy. Nah, you know what I'm saying. Real like if you honestly the thing is if you see your stuff being mentioned across apps you've made mm -hmm. you've you know you're doing something right like i've seen your stuff on twitter like that whole um asian girl fetish fetishization the noir guys be be focusing on you know it's yeah. like <laughs> people have been you talking seen about that, that you see that on twitter there. from over there 
I did. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. in the wild. This is the craziest yeah. thing. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, and people have this weird obsession with Asian girl profile pictures as well. It's yeah, no cap. I'm literally about thing. to make a video about that later. That's just crazy. I'm like, bro, the amount of times I'd be like, damn, all right, I'm getting these followers and shit like that. I look through the followers and be like, yo, I got a bad bitch. And she'd just be like some random opium, like fucking guy with the Asian. I was like, yo, this shit too crazy, bro. I'm going to make a whole video about that shit. Meanwhile, that girl is probably just like in like. She's a random. Like, <laughs> some random she's in some person. random club in like LA and shit. We're just posting her like it's crazy shit. Like, man, yeah. This nah. should be wild. Yeah, nah. But I'll tell you what, they are always paying. I'll, I'll say that. They are always paying, but mm, you guys need to sure. relax. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so we've talked about enemies a little bit. So, basically, yeah. that's just about... So, you said it was metaphorical, did you say? Or is it... Yeah, it's it's almost metaphor. It's like, you know how you have, like, a subconscious mind? Yeah. So, like, my subconscious mind just... Like, when I'm using my subconscious mind to speak, and it's not really me, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it's just everything I think that I'd be trying to hide inside that comes with like the persona and shit like that. I don't really let certain things be like shown because I kind of know how I want to market myself and do that or whatever, right? But there'd be songs like Enemies where kind of, where like my subconscious mind will almost like seep through. Not so saying how I really feel, but it's not shit that I actually say out loud. You know what I mean? So even with Enemies, it's mainly about like this one ex-girlfriend I used to have. And I done gone through like numerous phases of my life where she's currently like been in and out and shit, right? But she's never changed. It's always me changing and shit. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of crazy and stuff like that. I feel like I didn't see so much in my life in the past years in terms of, like, changing. It's almost like I went, like, three years past. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. A lot of songs I make is about her and shit. So that's really, like, it's kind of metaphorical, but not really. I get that, you know man. Everyone gets their inspiration from somewhere, for real. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. So... I want to talk about the Atlanta music scene right now. Uh, sure. You're pretty, you've got some serious ties within the underground. <laughs> some serious ties. That doesn't sound good. But... <laughs> sound like a Rico case. Boy. Yeah, nah, it's considering crazy. the state of uh, the current Atlanta situation. Right yeah, I ain't got no time. Bro. Nah, sure. nah, nah. With the underground music scene. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Let, let the let the record show. <laughs> yeah, the magic with his eyes. <laughs> let the record show. For I'm sure. talking about the underground music scene. You've got yeah. connections within the underground music scene. So I want to talk a little sure. bit about that. Is it looking better than ever before? Is it looking, you know, what what's what's it looking like right now? Tell me about that. Um, I feel like I got a personal bias, but I think like 2016 was probably way cooler than what it is right now. Like when Cardi and Uzi, everybody was coming up around Atlanta, that shit looked so crazy. Like I wish Loki that I could see that for myself, but I do respect the state that Atlanta Underground is doing right now. We got a lot of creative people. We got a lot of people that actually deserve the spotlight and deserve the talent that probably aren't getting it. You know what I'm saying? But nevertheless, they still grind and shit like that. And I don't know. It's a, it's a great environment. I'm happy to be here for real because I feel like I probably wouldn't have advanced as much if I was in like, in like Wisconsin or some random ass shit. Like, I think all the stars kind of aligned with me being here doing the internet shit plus doing Atlanta, like just getting my music out there. I feel like it all made sense. And a lot of the shit I do is like based off of Atlanta for like a lot of videos I made that probably went up probably wouldn't have happened if I didn't live in Atlanta. So I just respect the culture and everybody that made it for. Yeah, and the thing is, it's it's crazy how 
you mentioned, you know, in just some random place like Wisconsin, no one raps in like who do you know who's a rapper from Wisconsin? No one. Like I feel like all them shits are cap. Like I feel like these aren't even real places. It's like some AI shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, like do you know what? I you was in I was in Finland the other day, right? And honestly, if you'd have asked me my opinions on Finland, I'd have probably told you it was a fake place. And if you were to ask me now my opinions on Finland, I'd still tell you it's a fake place. Those people and over you there. there it's those people, yeah, exactly. And I went there. <laughs> I think I saw like two birds my entire time there. It's such a, <laughs> we'll say interesting, bro. but uh, yeah. it, it has to be, man. This can't be real. <laughs> Especially Crazy. Wisconsin. Imagine being from Wisconsin or the what the big one is Wyoming, isn't it? Wyoming, oh my god. But since Kanye came there, Kanye kind of made it cool on some shit, right? That's it's kind of like I want to go to Wyoming too now. Wyoming and Utah, yeah. Okay, you from London though, right? I I'm from uh, close to London, yeah. I'm from a place where close how to how is it like you seeing artists come up there and shit like that? How do you think it is? Yeah, do you know what? Honestly, because I interviewed this one guy called OG Kemi a little while ago, and um, okay. he's tied into the music scene in London a little bit. And it's the London music scene. There's a lot of underground talent that's sure. really on the way up. Um, I mentioned on one of your lives a little while ago about this guy called Bib Sammer. He's uh, he's 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 he's, he's I just stumbled through that. Yeah, you go. Take <laughs> <laughs> it out. Take it out. You good? <laughs> uh, he recently dropped this mixtape and it's one of the... He did a Tyler. He did a Tyler, the creator, in that he wrote, produced, and did everything himself. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like That's the fine. vocals and the mixing and everything, it's just, yeah, the talent coming from London right now. Because obviously we've got this whole trend of, you know, sharp synths and sounding like Lancey and that kind of thing. Oh, God. I didn't know. I didn't know Lancey. Like, are people trying to sound like Lancey right now? Or I thought everybody's on the drill. A lot. I think Drill's on the way out, honestly. Mm. I think Drill is on the way out and people are starting to sound like Lancey more. People were, mm. you know, copying the Ricks or the Converse, yeah. I guess, and that kind of thing. And um, just going with the all-black look nowadays. It's uh, mm. it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see the, the trends change. Would you say that um, you hop between the trends yourself or is this, is this kind of thing always been your thing? When did you first get into the fashion scene? But I've been I've been loving fashion since I was like fourteen. Like same with this music shit. Like I've been like back then I'm from Florida for you feel me? Yeah. So when I moved to Atlanta, I didn't really know anybody. I was like fourteen, it's my first year in high school and shit. And then I ended up like meeting these football players or whatever. And then like I told them I rap and shit. So I rapped in front of like the whole school and like my first week on some shit and that's how I really got to know everybody. You feel me? And like since then, I've been on clothes. Like I used to be so trash at dressing, bro. Like I had no swag for it. Like it's, everyone used to be. A <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so like later on the years and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just more and more times I just cared about this shit more and more. And now I feel like I'm in this situation where like I didn't know what I want. Now it's about just building the statue and getting the money to get. You feel me? But I, I won best dress in high school and shit to say that. You won best dress. <laughs> Yeah, I won't miss that in high school. I feel like niggas will never know that. And I will never get the credit, but I, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Respect for that, man, honestly. For sure. And it's like, whenever I go into an environment and I'm not the best dressed one there in this, like nowadays, in this at this point in my life, it's like, wow, that's that's an L for me because... You feel me? I'd I, I be putting work into some of my outfits, you know? I'd be putting <laughs> you put work. that shit on? I'd be putting work into some of them, you know what I mean? And it's like... Yeah, nah, like I, I, I still do blunder sometimes. I still make mistakes, but it's 
it's all learning isn't it it's all a learning experience for real okay okay yeah man um okay we're gonna get into the tiktok situation because <laughs> uh i've been i've been finding more and more artists for this podcast and just in general through mm. tiktok lately and um i did find you through tiktok as well and mm -hmm. i want to talk about this sort of like pattern over the course of last year yeah uh, you received a lot of comments about i know and <laughs> we'll, we'll just get into the question what was up with the fact that you had like 50 different girls on your tiktok page uh at once <laughs> tell me tell t elaborate on that because it was like people mentioned they were like it was like you were collecting them like pokemons or something like that it was the <laughs> maddest thing craziest thing was that they were all tense but in different fonts that's what i had written down and it's true that's, because... <laughs> that's that honestly that could be a bar they all tens in different fonts or something like that no i might have to use that, I might have to use that. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me explain elaborate <laughs> i'm just i'm just blessed bro god didn't god didn't drop the light on me you know what i'm saying Man, I said he's blessed. That's the funniest I'm blessed, thing. Bro. It's, just, it's a lifestyle, man. It's a lifestyle for real. It's crazy. It's a lifestyle. Is that what you got to say about that? I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Respect to all those beautiful women. You know what I mean? That's all I got to say. I hope they're doing well. We really be talking no more. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, there was that one that went crazy viral. You crazy know viral. About. Yeah, yeah, the one with the... Show um, respect to her. Respect the, to her, yeah. And yeah, for I, sure. Is she, is she a model herself or is she just... She just looked nah. like that? She just looks like that, like just surrounded by bad bitches and shit. But they just—they don't even do anything for her. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think any of the girls that make videos with even like model. They'd be like, like just shorties that be around. You know what I'm saying? They just be hanging around. That's type shit. That doesn't even make sense to me. I don't even know <laughs> what that even means. You know? I feel like my whole entire existence don't make sense. It's invite only shit. You just gotta figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I get that, man, for real. Cool. So we'll talk a little bit more about fashion. So from your music and public appearances, it's clear that you're mm. particular about your visual aesthetic and how you're seen by others. 100%. I'm curious about what you would say are your biggest fashion mistakes. Biggest fashion mistakes. Yeah. Huh. I think skinny jeans are still like one of my biggest fashion mistakes. I really shouldn't be wearing them shit no more. But like every situation where I do. I'm trying to think of like a crazy fashion mistake. I was, so I will say like one of the craziest things, probably some shit you guys don't know, but like probably from like last year and shit around destruction for love and shit all the time. Like the reason I never see my hair was because I got fucked up and I couldn't like fix it. And my hair was like so long to the point where it was like, it was trashed out. That's really like my biggest fashion mistake. So that's why I started the drag shit. But now low key has become my brand. So it's like, I mean, it kind of worked out. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I got really too many crazy fashion mistakes that I'm not proud of. Or at least not off the top of my head for real. Yeah, man, absolutely. And yeah, I I, I went through a skinny jean phase back skinny in like jeans. 2019. I mean, I'm 21, so that was back when I was like 18, mm. 18 years old, something like that. And skinny so, jeans, joggers, bro. Like, can't even go for it no more. Yeah, I think joggers have potential to look good depending on... I think, yeah. yeah, I think it depends, but it's all about proportions. Like, learning how to do proportions is really, like, how how you learn how to dress for, like, Yachty is really good at proportions and shit like that. I feel yeah. like it's just all based off, like, yourself and knowing how to dress to your body shape. And what would you say your least favorite fashion trends right now are, then, aside from fashion mistakes? Fashion trends? I don't like... You know what moon boots are? 
that shit Moon that shorties be wearing. Yeah, that's what these girls be wearing. Like the shit, Uggs. So it's not even Uggs, bro. Like, they're literally called moon boots. Like, yeah. Them shits are whack to me. Respectfully to the girls that wear them, but I don't know. I don't fuck around. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, a fashion trend, but, like, I don't like people that try to take their horns out of punk aesthetic and try to dress, like, all to that level, but don't actually live like that at all. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not really into poser culture, I'll call it. Like, people that try to dress like a whole, try to fit an aesthetic, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think people should just dress for how they like. I don't think you gotta try to put yourself into a category, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I just Googled the moon boots. Yeah, no, nah, I hate these things. Yeah, you feel me? Like, these are... and the way they wear them, bro, like, <laughs> like, why are you wearing moon boots with, damn, a short skirt? Like, it doesn't make any sense, bro. People just wear them just for the vibe, just for the flex. Yeah, and it's like, sure. what are you What are you doing? Like, you don't know what yeah. to, how to style them. It's the maddest thing. And like, I, some, it's crazy. Like, I don't mean to cut you off. It's crazy, but it's like, okay. I, I think the only person I've seen that wear them and they were like, actually fly. I don't know if you know who Aaliyah's interlude is. Leah but she's Hussoy? like, <laughs> so Aaliyah's interlude, she'd be on TikTok and shit, but she'd be wearing them shits a lot. But she's probably like the closest, like it being decent that I've ever seen. I'm just you. Them just be ass. Like you'd be trash. <laughs> like for real. Yeah, man. I'll be real with you. I just hate every single fashion trend to come out of TikTok. Yeah, that's real, bro. TikTok be like, it's because TikTok be mass marketing that shit, bro. So like, it be thinking, and really like, if you think about it, TikTok got you so deep into the algorithm. They be thinking like, you start thinking that's how everybody dresses, but it's only just like what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's once you get stuck in that shit, that's all you're gonna see. Crazy. that's true man but that i'd say in the scenes that i hang out in sometimes in real life like like in terms of my age demographic i'll be seeing people in like you know, town and stuff like that just dressing like that and it's just like it's clear that you get your personality like this girl if i was to go up to her and try to chat her up she'd probably be like hey well that kind of dumbass yeah. you know that thing that the girls were doing a little while ago that kind of stuff and it was just like mm-hmm. that's the kind of situation where i'd have to walk away and Kiss my teeth and just walk away, man. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that shit's yeah. crazy. Um, cool. So, I'm aware that you have stepped into the modeling scene in the past with a bunch of different styles, and it sort of all pretty much boils down to this again the dark noir kind of aesthetic. I'm curious as to whether that's something influenced by yourself in your shoots, or is that something that the organizers sort of have pre-planned? No, I carry everything I do. Like, everything that you guys see is 100% my vision. The only person I'm trying to think that would give me any creativity, like, any creative, like, direction would probably be, like, I don't know if you guys know who Valenti Paris is, but he's, like, a runway model. Yeah, his name's Abstract-ass names. What? what? (laughs) Who are these people? (laughs) His name's Valenti Paris. I actually grew up with him. He's, like, my best friend, actually. But he's, like, a runway model and stuff like that. Yeah. But he's probably the only person that would take, like, constructive criticism for it. besides that i used to like even around the time destruction for love and everything came out that was around the times where i was working with like a lot of like older people that were older than me and i took a lot of input and a lot of things that was coming out wasn't my vision necessarily i think going back to the other question we talked about my biggest fashion mistakes would be listening to other people you know what i'm saying yeah because now that i'm kind of like doing everything my direction like everything looks a certain way everything matches up everything makes sense i've seen nothing but results positively you know what i'm saying 
but yeah, in terms like in terms of everything, there's no influences already. Already, I already had a preconceived notion of what I want everything to look like. Everything I do is all surrounded by my general Met Gala aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Which is kind of what I call it for for even like the fan base. I'm thinking is like the Axis Granted. Like everything kind of aligns. Axis Granted is a crazy name for the yeah. fan base, considering your name's invite only. That's mad. Yeah, and Met Gala as well. Yeah, because obviously that's the name of the Discord. Tapping yeah. guys, but yeah, that's the I'm name. Guy. Of the... <laughs> that's I'm the name of the Discord. In. It's crazy the whole sort of like regal kind of classy aesthetic that you've sort of like acquired for yourself and developed. It's crazy, man. For sure, it's like I try to keep it classy, but still let them know that I'm not no house nigga. Like I'm just, I'm just me. Like I'm still gonna pull up to the dinner table with a do rag on. Like you're just gonna have to know and feel the presence. Like exactly. Like yeah. my real. My real like five year vision is really seeing me in the Met Gala with the do rag on, and like twenty bad bitches just like going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Or performing at the Met Gala on some shit that'd be wild. That's that's an I insane vision. But let's talk a little bit about how you got onto the modeling scene just as a whole, because I'm curious about that. Because I know that you know some models have crazy stories of like someone jumping out of a bush to be like, "Hey, you've got the look." I'm curious as to how yeah. you got onto the scene yourself. Well, I wouldn't even classify myself as a model for real, honestly. I think people just see my brand and shit like that, and then they kind of see a central, like how I have a central image. Like, every time you see me, it's going to be the do-rag with the glasses, with the grill. Yeah. So, like, I generally create a template for myself, which I let other brands use my template to push their agenda. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I see it. But I'm not like a traditional model or no crazy shit like that. Like, I just have people hit me up and they want to use the image. You feel me? There's a thing that people say about the whole, you know, do-rag thing not being classy. And I think that's yeah. that's such a weird thing to say. And honestly, it does sound a bit uh, a bit sketchy. I'll be real with you. you feel like, but you think about it, my shit's velvet, though. So, like, is it not classy? Like, <laughs> Exactly. Do-rags do literally are classy. Yeah. And it's like, uh, like I'm wearing a velvet do-rag. Well, we're both I wearing know, velvet do-rags right respect now. It's weird because they're literally purpose of a do-rag is to maintain the hair you know it's to keep it neat and it's such a weird thing to say that it's almost like ghetto or ratchet or whatever it's like that doesn't even make sense how can i think i think people with preconceived notations is all based off what they've seen like the action they've seen that just so happily was done by a nigga on direct you know what i'm saying it's all based off shit like that. It really has nothing to do with like anything else. It's really just a clothing garment at the end of the day. Like anybody can wear this shit. Yeah, exactly. You know it's like man? it's like someone getting scared of a person with like I I mean I've got a comb with like a comb in yeah in in, in their hand or something like that. It's just exactly. it doesn't make sense to me. But so we have seen the sort of like red. I'm talking about aesthetics a lot, but we've seen yeah, the sort sure. of like red aesthetic in the past, and it's looking like more of like a monochromatic kind of look for yourself at this point i'm just curious as to what the future of invite only is looking like the future invite only i don't even think invite only knows the future invite only (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's kind of go day by day but i'm really looking towards this more high fashion um minimalistic kind of energy you feel me like I'm big on what Matthew Williams is doing, which is like why people want to say I like the Cardi shit, but it's really not. It's just like I like a certain aesthetic, a certain look to things. But yeah, taking high fashion and mixing it with like a bit of nigga, 
<laughs> to say the least. I usually don't like cursing interviews and shit like that. But yeah, just mixing high fashion with like streetwear, almost being a homage to like Virgil and everything Virgil did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Moving towards that lane. But like, that's really all I see myself going down and like eventually, hopefully one day collaborating with these brands that I adore so much. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I have to commend Virgil as well because he was a vis visionary. But above everything, he was a visionary. And like, I wouldn't say that I messed with everything he did. Like there was yeah. that one hat with the holes in it. And I, I was like, looking at that, like, <laughs> hey, what's what's this about? But nah, he he was a visionary for real. And yeah, nah, he, sure. he did a lot of good. And making it to be creative director, what was it? Creative director of Louis Vuitton or something oh, Louis like that. Louis Vuitton, yeah. That's or head designer Louis Vuitton. That's, That's insane. A... The Louis Vuitton. Nah, man, come on. <laughs> in terms of like tracks like Coliseum that mm. track itself is probably one of my favorite tracks by yourself just simply because of the of the beat tell me about your creative process actually because i'm curious as to you know if you produce your own tracks if they're produced by someone else and all of that kind of thing so up to recently like low-key after i dropped um rick and morning i've been getting like a lot of fucking beats like i probably get beats from people every single day yeah. But before that, I wasn't really getting beats like that. So I'd be in my crib, like on YouTube or some shit like that, like for beats, right? Mm. But, all right, so I can explain it like this. I used to use Logic and shit like that to record. And then I stopped liking Logic. So I learned how to use FL. And now recently I stopped using FL because I just learned how to use Pro Tools and shit like that. But every single song you probably ever heard me drop was all me mixing them shits, like everything. The only thing I'm not doing is doing a beat. You know what I'm saying? Creative process wise, it usually is just me. I don't even go to studios like that. Like I just now started like actually going to studios, but like I would just record in my house. Like everything I've ever made has just been in my crib on my computer, just making music and dropping it. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it's like I, I mean, you'll see like people like Travis Scott from the Look Man I Can Fly documentary. That guy was just uh, his play. I mean, yeah, it was a yeah. big crib, but still, it was it, it was essentially underneath like some blanket just yeah <laughs> recording and it was it was crazy and he made no bystanders just underneath that blanket it's a madness that's what i said but i'm actually so fixated on sound quality but that shit like kills me but like even i almost couldn't even listen to like my, my older songs or even like shit i've dropped recently because everything that y'all have heard is not fully what i actually wanted to be it was just like i had to drop in that situation like even with rick and marty and shit like that like i wish i could have had the stuff i have right now to even like remix it and get it to sound the way i actually know it should sound you know what i'm saying but yeah. now that i kind of got my whole setup correct and shit like now everything moving forward is just gonna be purely off like how it should sound and how i think about the music should sound when's it when's it looking like that kind of stuff is going to come out videos eps projects that kind of thing so right now the song i've been pushing on tiktok is um called pistol and shit right so i'm actually planning on shooting that video tonight I'm finna go to the studio around seven and stuff like that. Then do I'm doing a show at um, eleven. Then I'm shooting that video right after. So after that, I'm planning. If you can get it done by like next week, I'll drop that song with the video on Wednesday. And then I'm going to New York because I got a show in New York on the tenth. So I'm about to be out there just working, um, wishing like that, trying to get the project and everything done right now. But I'm not really rushing. I'm more so focused on getting quality right. Coliseum videos being edited right now. I wish people could like start seeing like my vision, but once you guys hear the new music and like how consistent I'm about to start being, 
because everything that was holding me back was the fact that I had to like go to studios or go to other people's house to record. Now that I can record, I, like damn near would just drop a song like whenever the fuck, like I just drop a song every other week or really I'm dropping a song like every two weeks at this point. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. To keep everybody consistent. Consistency yeah. is what will get you far in this game, honestly. Because like, sure. look at, this is such a bad example, but look at, um, what's the name? Russ. He yeah. dropped like a song a week for I don't even know how long, and then that's what propelled him to where he got to before he exactly lost his damn mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Russ. Yeah, shout, shout, I mean, he's, he's kind of halfway shout out to Russ. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, a little halfway shout out. All right, cool. Um, I do have one more question before I yes, let sir. you go on your way invite, uh, sure. and I ask this to everyone. You are heard by everyone on Earth for 10 seconds. What do you say? What do I say? I said that I'm the future. I said that I'm a positive voice that you actually can listen to. I wouldn't listen to everything I say, but I would say I tell you enough where you can take parts out of what I say and utilize it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I also tell you the good and bad. I'm not somebody that's out here lying to you. I feel like everybody is trying to fit an image in a facade and like, trying to show you what they think you want to see. I just show you myself. If you fuck with me, you fuck with me. If you don't, then I don't got no hard feelings. But, I mean, the, in your best interest, I would say come fuck with me because I think you'll be seeing a lot of me in the future. Absolutely. Trying to be the voice trying to be the voice of the youth for to show people that I actually care. Absolutely, man. Yeah, no. Certain, certain demographics of the youth need voices and need people sure. to to speak for them. If not that voice, then who? You know exactly I, mean? I just want to show like this certain demographic of people that like it's not just them you know what i'm saying because when i probably was younger and shit like that like besides like asap rocky i don't think i saw anybody else that i was like damn that's kind of like who i would like think i would be you feel me absolutely yeah do you like Sorry. there's barely anyone even in this day and age that actually you know cares about like their skin and like you know yeah. their aesthetic like the stuff that the girls will actually care about you know for sure and that's really what it's all based off like i think everything that i've ever done has really been based off like the fact that women probably think i'm attractive or some shit like that and i kind of use that as leeway but now I, yeah I, <laughs> nah, I i feel that honestly like my entire life at this point is based on not giving girls the ick you know what i mean it's god just... let these niggas know and you just walked your doors with it you feel me <laughs> Exactly. But now I'm kind of like, but now I feel like I can utilize. There was something I wanted to say earlier, but I've forgotten. Man. We were talking about um, ASAP Rocky, actually, and all of that. Yeah. And yeah, now nah, he's just, he's a good voice for the people who actually care about looking good and yeah, for sure. care about pulling. Because why am I seeing rappers with the whites of their nails going past the ends of their fingers? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's crazy right now. There's a lot of trends that I personally wouldn't do. But I do believe in good hygiene and stuff like that. Just take care of yourself, bro. You know what I mean? That's I'm big on that. Bare, that's the bare minimum. Bare minimum. Like, just take a shower, bro. Like, just be clean. I saw a picture of, I saw a picture of Soldier Boy's teeth the other day before he got them done. This... <laughs> they look crazy? I kissed my teeth, yo. I was disgusted. <laughs> it was... <laughs> it was insane, man. All kinds of colors that weren't white, basically. That's all that's I'm gonna crazy. say. <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, do you know what? I think that's a good place to end off this episode. Is sure. it? I mean, Soldier Boy's Teeth, but... Uh, Soldier Boy's Teeth is just the ending point. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. 
um invite thank you for being on this episode of the is plus six podcast do you have anything that you'd like to say to the listeners anyone you'd like to shout out or anything like that before we close off um also shout out to my creative director valenti paris that's really about it and then to all the people supporting me i appreciate y'all like motherfucker i love y'all this is just the beginning this is just the beginning for real man for sure um cool do you know what listeners of the is plus six podcast Make sure you all go check out Invite Only on all platforms. My favorite tracks are Shadows, New Arrival, and Enemies. Make sure you guys go check that out. Especially New oh. Arrival when it gets put back on streaming. <laughs> I got you. On you. <laughs> cool. Uh, listeners of the Isper 6 podcast, thank you for listening. And I will see you later. Alligators. <laughs>